Welcome to this week's episode of Keeping It Giddy with Kimma the Gentle Giant. So don't let that shit pour away, man. But yep, we're live, we're live, we're live, we're live. It's the Keeping the Giddy Podcast. Dang, it's been too long, man. It's been too long, it's too long, man. Way too long, bro. My name is Kimadi Jensen Jacks. Besides me, I have Rayon. I used to the Skinny Giants. Skinny giant. Skinny giant. All right. You need to trade my best. Skinny giant. And I have Doctor Obi with me, man. Man, how you guys feeling, bro? Yeah, feeling good, man. Feeling good. Feeling good. It's a lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of things, bro. Man, I feel like we've been away for so long, man. I feel like we've missed out on like so much, so much content, man. We just let like a lot of things pass us by, man. Jesus Christ, man. But hey, before we even start, man, happy birthday. I appreciate it, my brother. To my brother, Doctor Obi Allen. Thank you, man, twenty five, man. You only you only turn twenty five once. You know that, right? Yeah, only right. once, man. Like a red card. But I still can't believe you tried to hide that shit, though. Because <laughs> <It wasn't, laughs> honestly, I didn't even remember until I remembered like two weeks before, and then when it came time, I was like, "Oh shit, it's actually my birthday." So you didn't even plan for it, man. You didn't even like plan, plan to like go man. out of town. I've been working. Uh, yeah, nah, I peeped it on Instagram. Because because really hit me up like, yo, it's Alan's birthday. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't even tell yeah, me, man. He put it on his story. Was, I was like, was it yeah. Snapchat or Instagram? Instagram. 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 Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't even tell nobody, man. I feel like, man, it's still early to get to that age, man. Because for me, if like if I'm within like that 27, 28, 29, yeah, I'm just trying to celebrate that shit, man. I've never celebrated. Yeah, man. I've never celebrated. I'm not. I'm not. One years old. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to like do all that. I'm just like just trying like stay low key, just chill with my loved ones. Like keep it very simple, man. You know, like people try to do too much, man. I'm like, I'm just keep it cool, but yeah, happy birthday, bro. Like, did you get all the gifts you wanted, bro? You got some, man. You got some inconditions, man. It's the good. I got some, but that's good, man. That's good, bro. But yeah, bro, a lot of shit has happened, man. A lot, man. I don't know, man. Where do we start, man? Should we? Man, should we get Kanye out the way, bro? Or should we, it's should a we start lot, with that? Though, it's too much, that, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we haven't even addressed Black Panther. Let's we should yeah, start with that. Yeah, let's let's, let's, but let's, let's new. But we're supposed to have a whole episode for that, though, like an entire we're, Black Panther we're, go, we're going to, man. But it's like, what 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 where do we go? What should, what should we do? Should we like thoughts on the movie? That's simple. Let's just give thoughts on the movie. Black Panther. I, I feel like um just as a Marvel head, as a Marvel fan. I think it, you know, it went pretty well, you know, um, as far as like, you know, what it meant to black people. Black empowerment. Black empowerment and all that stuff. You know, everyone has different opinions on it. Like me, just for the sake of being a Marvel fan, it was a great movie. And I'll leave it at that. For those that felt like it meant more to them than just being a Marvel movie, you know, as far as like, you know, black representation and all those, you know, all those <clears throat> obvious stuff that I feel like alludes to like black empowerment. Mm-hmm. I feel like whatever, whatever people got from it, you know, and how it made them feel. I'm fine with that. Did it, go, did it go number one worldwide? Did it gross number one? Mm. It did, it did. I think it, it touched, I think it touched a know, billion. It's always, yeah, it, I think it did at one point. So it has a record for the uh, number one selling movie of all time? Um, it has yeah. one of the records. Not like nah, I think, I think, no, I, I think Avengers just, just shit. yeah, I think yeah. Avengers just like, even I think it was number three that. or something like that because it passed, it really passed Titanic. 
Yeah, it's top ten. It's top ten. Uh, but what do you think, though? Worry. What do you think? What do you think about the movie? What do you think about Wakanda? Wakanda. I like the idea. I think. I think Wakanda. Do you think it's an idea or it, it's like realism? It, it actually. No, is. It's, it's an idea. It's 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 an African nation whose resources were never exploited. Are but no, no, what, I, no, what, I'm, what I'm asking is, do you think there is like places, parts of Africa or, or a country uh, in Africa that replicates Wakanda no. or? So we can't we can't call we can't call Lagos Wakanda. I feel like Lagos is like. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. I feel like Wakanda was just too perfect, man. No, and, and that's what I'm saying. Wakanda was the Africa that was never conquered. Simple as that. The vibranium, the whole continent. Yeah, not just a country. Because, and even more than that, like even on the movie side, like when I was watching interviews of the director and like Chadwick and stuff like that, the way that they did Wakanda, as far as the fashion, the dialect, mm-hmm. the everything um, involved in Wakanda they took pieces of different cultures around the continent so if you notice there was one scene Chadwick walked in he was wearing uh, the Ashanti this thing mm-hmm. Ghana another scene um, the guy with the lip plate from the river tribe that's another Kenyan yeah, 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 tribe yeah. so Wakanda even practically in the movie was encompassing yeah it was a quilt of Africa different representation of exactly. Africa exactly what, 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 what language wasn't exploited. what language was that though um, it's the that they were speaking Toss- it's actually a, a language it is yeah, it's, it's in one of the South African countries it okay. is actually a language yeah which was interesting because I thought they just made the shit up but yeah. no, it's actually a language and then Chadwick he said when he was studying like to figure out which kind of accent he was going to do to be authentic he said one of the the accent he landed on was like a South African type of but what, what, what do you think about his accent? I don't think he really did well. If I was going to give him like a grade, I'll give him like a C plus with the I, accent. I, I, my, my thing is, well, first of all, I've been like, I've been advocating for them to do a Black Panther movie for years now. Mm-hmm. Because without Black Panther, there's no Captain America, there's no Iron Man, there's no Stone from X-Men. Like, it's one of those characters that ties a lot of shit together. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I just wanted I wanted an actual African to play I thought about that too Charlie. I wanted an actual and I had a list of niggas that I was like yo this should simple be this like guy. the guy that played his father right from the, in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. could easily play Umchala do you know what's interesting the guy who played his father like the young version of his yeah, father yeah that's the son yeah is the son of the old version of his father so why, so why did they do that why did that I feel like because just for marketability they had to like find someone like Chadwick so like okay I feel like it was more about Chadwick than you know the character Chala. I feel like the, the character T'Challa in the movie was definitely, you know, I feel like um, you don't think it outperformed. Been, it could have been somebody like out of obscurity, kind of like um, Winston Duke and Mbaku. Yeah, I think. You I think it could have been just a random. Yeah, like I feel like Black Panther could easily had a breakout star. At the end of the day, it's a Marvel movie mm-hmm. one, and it's the character itself, like Black Panther. People like Transcends. people transcend. Like people can easily relate to Iron Man. Like Iron Man is like before we start going into like okay. Um, Tony Stark, then Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man first, you know. But I feel like I don't think anybody else could have played Iron Man. It's a, that's what I'm saying. I can't think of anybody else. Like if, 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 like, if you look at Wolverine, is Wolverine first? Mm-hmm. You know, it's X Men, Wolverine, then you know Logan, then Hugh Jackman. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but I feel like Black Panther wasn't Black Panther first, then T'Challa, yeah. then Boseman. It was Boseman. But, you know what I'm saying? People, yeah. people couldn't relate to like Black Panther that you know the way they uh, everybody loves Obaku because they they were able to relate to him. They were able to relate to like you know his sister. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, we won't have it though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's from 
is it Trinidad? It's from Trinidad. It's Trinidadian. Yeah, yeah, it's Caribbean. So you see what I'm saying? So yeah. everyone else but Chadwick, like even even first with the like mm. that horrendous accent, like the the strength of the Blake. Come on, dog. So you so you feel like they should have used actual Africans? I would like. I would like to see that. Yeah. Chadwick was never my first. But you think the you do you think the movie would have would have would have got to the the. I guess popularity or the the, the scene is at right now if it was Absolutely. like all African Absolutely. actors. Absolutely, because the movie, first of all, the people who got it to where it is as far as viewership, they weren't Chadwick Boseman fans. They weren't, you know, it's a Black Panther fan. It's it, just a it movement. Makes, it, yeah. It's the, the idea of it. That's okay, that's okay. what took over people. Um, but like I said, Chadwick wasn't my first choice, but I think he did a, a good job. I think he, um, I think his accent. Yes, obviously it's not African, but it wasn't it wasn't exaggerated. It wasn't oh my god! It, it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. you know that caricature of an African that we were used to seeing. So I, I, I applaud him for that, man. This guy's from Anderson, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think I think he played it really really safe, and it was it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. But yeah, man, I, I feel like Black Panther was. It was a good movie, man. You know, I, I guess you know the whole everyone dressing to you know dressing in their attire. But the, it was big, cool. Big question: Do you think it did anything for the culture, or it did anything for black people per se? Absolutely. <clears throat> I what? think. I think the. Um, I mean, was there any gap bridged or what? What? What, what was like? Th- this is this is one of the first movies that a black person hasn't been a slave, hasn't been a thug, hasn't mm-hmm. been. A hood rat hasn't been a stereotype. Like so he shows a different different side of they what, were actually what it kings. Can be. Okay. They were actually kings. They were actually African. They were actually independent. Mm-hmm. They were actually female warriors. Like I think more than what it did for the, the the black culture as of now, I think it established a different perspective for the culture. I mean, for the um, generations to come. Like when you see those little kids who are saying, "Oh, I'm Black Panther," that's deep, man. And it brought light to a lot of like, generation my that no me. one. Hmm? Drive closer to you, like much closer, like yeah. It yeah. brought light to generation that a lot of people didn't know about or didn't even know that existed. Exactly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, the woman warriors for one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people didn't know there was Normalizer, such yeah. a thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I mean, in terms of what it represented, and I think it did. It did what it was supposed to do. Absolutely. So uh, let's transition to Avengers, man. This one hasn't watched Avengers. Uh, Avengers. So man, I heard everybody died. I was like, I'm not watching that shit, man. I mean, everybody <laughs> died, but it was more than it was more than that, though. Like I, I I think I like Thanos. I think he's like one of my favorite super villains. I, I like I like this this new approach to antagonists. You know, before older movies and Nigerian movies, since we are still in the dark ages as far as cinematography, but the the bad guy was always just bad. He was just an evil person for evil sake. No, nothing but nothing no else. Death, you know, no yeah. nuance. And the hero is always the one that's yeah, saying, "Yeah, it's just a righteous end." Yeah, 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 I like this new realistic, suspense and, and artistic approach to you know the the villain actually has a point, you know, or the hero is actually not that great of a person, you know. It's just somebody just happens to be on the right side Symbol. of truth or yeah. whatever the case may be. But Thanos, as evil as he's, the quintessential like combination of evil villain guy mm-hmm. but what he was trying to do made sense to restore balance to the universe we need to eliminate is harsh is, is, is cutthroat but yeah. like 
It wasn't just for it's the effective. Sake of, exactly. He wasn't trying to get rich. He wasn't trying to get the right. He had like a greater sense of obligation. So he wants to. He wants to eliminate. I was fucking up the movie. Spoiler alert. He wants to eliminate everybody in the. They should have watched it by now, half, man. Half, half, half of the universe. Half. Why half? Half of the universe to restore. He said that the the way that the universe is is just like Earth. Like a lot of scientists are saying that at the rate that our population is growing. Earth's resources won't be able to sustain us. But what half is not worthy, though? How you choose he what half? Random. He said it's going to be random, <laughs> and that he, he he said that that's he feels like that's the ethical way to go about it. Because everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, so it's not rich, yeah, it's not poor, yeah. it's not people, and it's an unbiased people. way. It's an unbiased way of like half, you know, you go, you gotta yeah. go. So <laughs> rich people, poor people, are like whoever that whoever yeah, is in the half. From his planet, yeah. People not from he said, nah, that's half. And he did that with a snap of a finger, bro. Yeah. The snap of a finger. Yeah. But I heard like Captain Marvel who's supposed to be like the I need to go see it. Now, Captain Marvel was supposed to be like the strongest so she's the, she's the female like she's the supposed to be the strongest Avenger ever, strong one of the strongest um okay. I guess Marvel no oh, um Captain Marvel. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the very, very end, you gotta she's, watch she's this the stuff. Superman of the Yeah, of, of of yeah, of the universe. So it's like And it's actually that, a female. Yeah, a female. I mean, it used to be a male, but now you know yeah. they they kind of evolve the character so it's a female yeah. now. So she's supposed to be the one to defeat Thanos. So no, it. Thanos is coming back. It's going to be part two, so it's going to be like. But before we get to Avengers four, there is going to be a Captain Marvel. I think it's coming out like maybe end of this year or next year. But that, that, where is it going to pick up from? Is it going to? It's, it's, it's going to introduce the people to who Captain Marvel is. But that's what I'm saying. Is her story going to be after Thanos, before Thanos? This is before Thanos. Okay. So it's just yeah. going to be an individual. It doesn't connect okay. to anything. Yeah. You is. know how you know how they introduced us to Black Panther before they brought Avengers, and then we knew what Wakanda was already mm-hmm. was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how they're going to introduce Captain well, Marvel. Well, well, one more thing I wanted to say about Black Panther, like a lot of people, you know, with all the buzz and stuff, a lot of people are criticizing the buzz. They are saying that Black Panther isn't the first. Black superhero. He's not the first black superhero. I just want to talk about Blade or yeah, Blade. You know, <laughs> yeah, you can call Blade. Uh, um, what's his name? Green Lantern was yeah. black. But here's what people keep missing. Even though he wasn't the first black superhero, mm-hmm. he was the first black superhero. And what I mean by that is, Blade was a superhero who happened to be black. Uh, um, what's his name? Um, Green Lantern was a superhero who happened to be black. Mm-hmm. Black Panther is a black... You, ca- you can't cast anybody else to play Black Panther. It has to be an African. It has to be a black man. Mm-hmm. And his strife, his struggle is uniquely black. All of them, they just happen to be black. This one is black to the core, to the bone. African. Mm-hmm. And there's no other superhero that, that, that can boast of that. And if you're talking about villains, too, you can also relate to like you know someone like Killmonger mm-hmm. in comparison to Thanos. Like... They are who they are for a specific reason and for a specific mm-hmm. purpose. But you know, the, you know, the movie deviated from the comics. That wasn't oh, Killmonger's yeah. MO. Yeah, that was in the comics. That, like, this is, I think what they did with it is greater, but the original comics, yeah, he wasn't like a freedom fighter. But I just hope, what like, was he in, the, in the comic books. In the comics, so what happened in the comics was Ulysses Claw mm-hmm. was um, somebody, his character was pretty similar, but he. Recruited um, Killmonger. Killmonger's dad to help take over Wakanda. Mm-hmm. They failed, so um, Ulysses ran and everything. And um, T'Chaka, T'Challa's dad, I think he killed Killmonger's dad for you know revolting. Mm-hmm. 
and then he banished Killmonger to US to you know to stay and then eventually um, so in the in the comics Killmonger hated T'Chaka and he also hated um, Ulysses Claw remember the movie they were working together yeah yeah so he finally like won the favor of T'Challa and then he came back to Wakanda and then he wanted to exact revenge for T'Challa's dad killing his own dad and then he wanted to take over Wakanda. But as far as him, you know, doing good for the blacks, and nah, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Yeah, he was just just the quintessential revenge. antagonist. Yeah, with the revenge. Yeah, but I feel like if you if you bring in like the um, the comic adaptation to like the on screen, like the way it is, it's not going to like it's not going it's to be related to people. It's, it's going to be boring. Yeah. So and 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 I, and I think that's that's part of like what we were saying before. We're now realizing the responsibility that art has to reflect culture. So the way the story was told was relevant to what today is, what mm. we're talking about today, the conversations we're having. So the comic would have just been just another movie. This was like, yo, it started a conversation about the African-American, African dynamic, mm-hmm. about you know, political power, about you know, um, how to be a leader, how to be a, you know, um, a good guy, what it means to be a good guy, which is interesting. So I, I think I think a, a perfect segue would now be in terms of art representing like our culture. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about how this gonna be? Those like video. This is America. Have you seen the video? Yeah, I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen the entire thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that video? I, th- I think, man, when I first saw it, I, I was like, "What's going on here?" But. And I, I, I thought I, I'm, I'm somebody who, th- who likes to think that oh, I catch shit right off the bat. I'll be honest with you, I didn't catch it. What he was trying to say, I, I was just watching, I was, watch, I was, yeah, I was just watching, watching him dancing, watching like, him like, what's on this radio again? Like, and yeah. Then, and then I was watching like reviews and stuff like that. I was like, oh shit! They said block out what he's doing and just focus on the background, and then you understand what he's saying about art now evolving, and then get your money, black man, evolving into just a distraction for what we're actually passing through, which is the background. And then the the guns, the way that they were handled with such care, hmm. and the human who was actually killed was just, just dragged. dragged out. Yeah, I said, "Wow!" But Donald Donald's always been a, a genius, man. I'm not surprised. I mean, but do you think his message in that video was supposed to be cut and dry, not like people going too deep, like introspective, trying to like find the symbolism of the the cop on a white horse and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like? I mean, do you think, like, you know, art being subjective, do you think it's fair to, like, you know, go there in terms of your interpretation of what the video means to you in comparison to what's going on right now? I think think good art is art that's created with intention, but also art that's also left Mm. to interpretation. So I think some of the things that people got from it, he did it on purpose. I think some of the things that people got from it, he did it on accident. But I think the point to create art is to make people think so i think he accomplished what he was trying to do with that i don't know if every single nuance that people took from it is is, is, is digested easier if it's hidden for someone to go dig and find it that could be another that could be another meaning that he was going towards um like the subconscious way that we we digest this because when we watch the little pumps of the world talk about zanny and shit like that they're not saying take zans Percocets, but subconsciously, that's how we're digesting that when they are glorifying it. So I think it's the same way. I don't think he was like, "Hey, 
we treat guns better than people or we we are being distracted by entertainment but that's the subconscious way that we're taking it i think that was part of what he was trying to do which is brilliant i mean so would you put like donald glover in that box of like you know or in that category of people that you just came boxing like they're like just multifaceted you know and is that like a is that a fair or is that a valid representation of what I guess a black man should be in today's world. Like you have to be like multi, like you have to be multi-layered. You just can't be like, oh, I'm this type of person, you know. Or I'm not scared to like show my emotions or be weird or be vulnerable, <clears throat> you know. Do you think like that's a good question? You know, because if you look at like 20 years from now or 20 years ago, like people people weren't really checking for guys like Donald Glover. They were like, where those the guys like you know people bullied and pushed away. Mm-hmm. But you know, looking at you know how they're able to evolve right now, do you think like that should be like the new representation of what a man should be. You know, Drake Drake falls in that category mm-hmm. too. Kanye falls in that category. You know, um Charlie's Gambino I'm sorry, uh uh, uh what's his name? Um Chance the Rapper falls mm-hmm. in that, you know, Rory. You have all these guys now like, you know, um, you know, uh, so you know Jaden Smith. So you don't feel like authentic. You guys back in the like like twenty years ago, it wasn't celebrated. It wasn't like like we're talking about like in, in, in our group chat where like you know salt and pepper was like people weren't really checking for like you know ladies weren't really checking for guys like Will Smith. Mm-hmm. They thought it was just too nice, like a gentleman, you know, the guy that made sure you don't touch the doorknob, the guy that you know sends you roses. Yeah, they wanted the guys with the with the Timberlands and you know the wife beaters and you know what I'm saying the baggy jeans. You know what I'm saying? But now I feel like that that um that has changed now mm-hmm. in terms of you know how men. You know, should be looked at like from how we dress now. You know, dress sharp, look sharp. You know, wear loafers. You know, in terms of like you know, from you know, wearing sneakers. You know, what I'm saying. So, do you think like that is a fair representation of how you know men should be seen now? You know, you know, you know, today's I think, society. I think, I think it's important that we have a balance. You know, because we Childish Gambino is an anomaly. Like that guy, he sings, he raps, he does comedy. He, he writes like comedy. He, he writes yeah. comedy. Like the guy is a renaissance man in the truest, in the truest sense. Um, I don't think that's a fair standard. <laughs> but I think, like just like you said, with the Drakes of the world and the Chance the Rappers of the world, I think, I think the most important thing is to understand that people are different. People are nuanced. People are. Um, you know, they they have different strengths, different weaknesses, and we shouldn't box them into just one idea of manhood or one idea of masculinity. There might be an undertone that's um, standard or something that's you know um, transcends every single thing. But I think it's it's important now that we're looking at we're appreciating the differences. The, the we're appreciating Drake just as much as we appreciate D, uh, DMX. We're appreciating Childish Gambino just as much as we appreciate mm-hmm. Gucci, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's 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 the that's the good part about it. Okay, we're back. So yeah, so what criticism will you give um, intellectuals in the, I guess, black community? Let, let's mm-hmm. let's let's focus on one community. Um, I think I actually posted something about it on Instagram the other day. It wasn't about just intellectuals. It was I said it's well, just black elitist. So how how like how are you? How are you? Some elitism to it, but there, there's a there's there's a disconnect. Um, like if you notice, a lot of the most woke, free thinking ass niggas 
look like bums. <laughs> like, they oh, yeah, always yeah, yeah. look like bums. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, actually, actually, yeah I, posted, I posted that the other day, and I'm like, yo, I understand, like, you, you, you don't want to be a part of the matrix or whatever the case may be, but at the same time, it seems like you're using this wokeness to excuse your lack of interpersonal skills. Usually those people can't stand in front of a room and talk. Usually those people are socially awkward people, but they know everything about everything. And they'll, they'll tell you and they'll carry themselves as if they did. And I think that's, um, that's intellectually dishonest. Um, even Socrates, if we go back to Greek philosophy, he said that um, you know, he's wise, or he, his idea of wisdom is the knowledge that you know not. Hmm. Like the knowledge that you're ignorant. That's the beginning of wisdom. You know, people who usually think they know everything. Knowing that you have flaws and accept them. Exactly. Right? People who think they know everything are usually wrong. Not usually, are wrong. Because no matter how much you know, number one, things are always changing. And then number two, there's always new evidence that trumps whatever you thought was fact and you, you thought was hard. So you have to be flexible enough and intellectually honest enough to be like, you know what? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not sure. And I, and I think to go to black intellectualism or to talk about Exilia Banks, I think um, that's what people like her are missing. Well, what, 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 what do you think about her? Do you want to give a backstory? What, 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 what do you think about her criticism of Cardi B? But you can give a backstory of that. Oh, I mean, pretty much what she said was um, uh, to boil it down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> can, can we read that shit though? Like, do you have it? That shit is long. That shit is long. It's yeah. long, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but pretty much what she was saying is that Cardi B is appropriating our culture and she shouldn't be the representation of black women in our culture. You know, because she's ratchet, she's inarticulate. What, she's, she what do you think about that shit, though? What is she doing? All I know about Azealia Banks, and I'll be honest, I haven't listened to any of her music, but the only thing I know about her is she's always the critique, uh, crit- critic of people. Like she she talks shit about SZA, I mean, she talks shit like about Cardi B. I mean, she 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 made some good points. She made some good what she said about Cardi. She made some good points, but um, I I don't think it was. I, I mean, in, in her in her deep. Something negative to say about. I don't think it was appropriate. I think yeah, I think you always have something negative to say about someone who's striving. Like, I mean, if you know, in, in, in her deep, in her in her deep, in her, in her oh. defense, though, like you know, she's always been. I guess her career has always been, you know, as a female rapper mm-hmm. that basically, you know, kind of, um, you know, stayed on her own path and you know, stayed mm-hmm. in her own like weird space, mm-hmm. you know, because her, I guess, her rap is not like traditional hip hop rap is like more of like not weirdo, but. She has a different genre, and I feel like it tailors to a different demographic, not necessarily black people. Mm-hmm. So she felt like, as you know, a black woman, she wasn't really allowed into the she industry. She wasn't really accepted. So I think there's some so kind why, of why animosity. Is she, but and that, that goes back to it, and it goes back to a kind of crabs in the barrel mentality. Why are you blaming the person who made it as opposed to congratulating them and seeing if maybe uh, you can work with them? Been. And and, that, and that's why and that's why a personality like hers isn't going to take off. Yeah, she's always unfortunately nipping back and going back and forth with someone like on mm-hmm. Instagram and stuff about mm-hmm. something. Like if you're if you don't if what you're doing isn't accepted as much as other person mm-hmm. is, this and, and it's it's interesting you say that because in a sense she's personifying that stereotype: the angry black woman, mm-hmm. the jealous black woman, yeah. the, the which. By the way, Caddy, black, black women hate to be like 
stigmatized or put in that mm-hmm. box like you know mm-hmm. like just for example like you know let's say me and Richard like you know having a and I, I hit that you know use that keyword or you know that attitude or you know stuff she's, you know I drive her crazy because mm-hmm. they always don't like being put into that box yeah, which is understandably so though you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying because I feel like that's oh. like the stigma and it, it's it, I just remember something you said um, remember you were saying that um, you know Azalea Banks is actually educated mm-hmm. you know which is true it's it's interesting. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and you know, truth is, black women are the most educated subgroup in the United States. Yep, like that's that's fact. Well, in terms of TV and, and in terms of fame and in terms of the celebrity aspect of mm-hmm. it, being educated doesn't really get you that far. More than that, what 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 where I was going to connect it was, even though they're the most educated, they're also the most unmarried. But what you'll see in some situations, not all, some situations when you're talking to a black woman, our Nigerian women are t- notorious for this. The first thing they'll tell you is who they are and what they've accomplished. Not, you know, what, I'm sorry, what they are and what they've accomplished as opposed to who they are. As if they're accolades, they are, I have three degrees, I have, I'm the COO of this company, that company. That's what should go first. Not my ability to be a wife, my ability to be a mother, mm-hmm. you know. And I and I think that kind of translates to the Azealia Banks. Cardi B is relatable. Cardi B is more relatable than you, regardless of how educated or you are, you are how yeah. black you are. People uh, uh, connect with Cardi. Simple and plain. It's not like Cardi was chosen. People chose her because they know a Cardi. They don't know an Azealia Banks. They don't know a, 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 an authentic Nicki Minaj. Like, they connect with Cardi. Cardi is somebody who, well, her perception or her persona, she, she looks like somebody, she's going to be the same whether she's in the White House or whether she's on the street. Like, yeah, she's like transparent. Trans- like, yeah. and, that, and especially in this day and age, just like we're having a conversation about LeBron and, and Jordan, that is so valuable. People want to be able to connect with the people they idolize. Mm-hmm. Unlike other generations where it was like, we held this person just up to a, por- uh, a perch, a mountain, because yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Jordan's just the goat. Oh my God. Not, not about his yeah. investing in prisons, yeah. he's a horrible father, you know what I mean? So do you now think, we know. so do you think like, is so do you think it's fair to like, um, um, I, I'm not going to say like, downplay the hard work like people put into actually be intellectual you know what I'm saying like for someone who works like goes to school for five years mm-hmm. and you know works really really hard to like become a doctor or a nurse mm-hmm. and then you know she feels like first of all when you're doing stuff like that though uh, you know you, you're, you you shouldn't be looking for acceptance you should be like basically enjoying the spouse or working in your purpose you know what I'm saying so why why do you feel like you um are not being recognized for what you've achieved and then you see someone like Cardi B who mm-hmm. of course you feel like you know she you can't compare or she can't be compared to you in terms yeah. of you know um achievement yeah. or you know how, how would I put it but so for so someone like Cardi B like you know on a regular day you look down on mm-hmm. how is she being celebrated you know not only as mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, I guess you know in her case as a rapper or as a woman or she be but also as an influencer you know what yeah. I'm saying <clears throat> where you feel like you work really hard to actually be this person that you feel like society should be accepting mm. you know mm. so you you see where that kind of opens doors for criticism to someone yeah. like Cardi because women want to feel okay. like why yeah. not me 
Yeah. But there are different paths to success, though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if she feels like she's educated, then use her education to drive her somewhere else. And and to or connect it. Worry about what car you have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And to connect it to another current event that I just want to bring up briefly. Um, you know, I, I think that's a bit of cognitive dissonance. Like, there's the Nick Wright on um, ESPN. Or was it, what show is he on? Um, is it ESPN? Fuck, some ESPN. But yeah. um, he was talking about the whole Lamar Jackson situation. Because a lot of the criticism for Lamar for not being one of the top quarterbacks to come off the board, and that's ironic, <laughs> is yes, that... Right in that lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the criticisms is that, you know, when he met with coaches, when he met with teams... He just he didn't seem like he had it up here. Like his demeanor. Yeah, he didn't seem like because a quarterback is the face of the team. A quarterback is the leader. He didn't seem like he had it up here. So Nick, he said something that I thought was brilliant. He said, "A lot of times we confuse eloquence with intelligence. There's a difference between eloquence and intelligence. Somebody can be smart but not sound smart. Mm. Very simple. Somebody can sound smart and be dumb as a doorknob." Mm. You know, so exactly, exactly. So let's not discount what the hell Cardi did just because she came through a different path. She didn't come through school just like Azalea Banks. And she she doesn't understand the historical context of this and that. And she Mm -hmm. can't connect this to Shakespeare and this and that. She's intelligent. Why is she bringing being black in the equation? It's music. Is it because she's she's accepted more by black people than than um, Zilla is? is well, I mean, hip hop. A lot of people believe, and I believe to a certain extent that hip hop is uniquely black. Hip hop was birthed by black people. Some some might even say that about rock and roll was birthed by black people for black people until it was commercialized, and now you got M and M's and you know different people trying to get a piece Cardi, of the pie. You should not be accounted for as being a part of the black culture. Because she's not black. That's that's what that's what um, Azalea is saying. That she she shouldn't be the representation. She shouldn't she shouldn't be the face. But she because she hasn't earned this, so she she's not. But she, but she earned it. I guess that's how she feels. I guess that's how she feels. I, I mean, the actual like okay, so if Cardi B is not supposed to be a a representation of if a, a black female rather mm-hmm. than who's supposed to be. That, that's the that's the, that's that's the that's the question. Because you can't you can't. and and should they be just because they're black? Mm. At that point, do they deserve it? At that point, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm black, so mm-hmm. because I'm black, I'm, I need to be a millionaire. Yep. <laughs> and I, and that's what I asked him. I was like, "Yo, do you think black after watching that Rachel Dolezal documentary about what we're talking about? Do you think black is a birthright, or do you think black should be earned?" Because a lot of people that say, "Oh, I should be the spokesperson for black culture simply because I'm black." Skin wise, not because of my accomplishments, not because of what I know, not because of my uh, love for the community. Yeah, so when you say earn, you mean like basically walking that walk instead of just not talking and talking about being black? Because you know, like. You should be like a a half and half. You you should be black and then you should earn being black. Like you should have the, I guess, the accolades and you should Mm -hmm. work hard for all you need to achieve in order Mm -hmm. to be in that field. I don't feel like because you're black, you should be. Like a like we're going back to the movie. I don't think because you're black or African, you should be that movie star. You should be mm. play that role. You should, you should deserve it. Mm. But, but it's, it's, it's interesting, Rachel. But I feel like people can get past the fact that she so she did it out of deception. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. The documentary. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was watching yesterday, but I fell, I fell asleep. <laughs> it's interesting. I fell, I fell bad asleep, for man. Yes, I, I felt bad for anyway, but also like, look, like, man, how dare you do? Like, like you can't walk, you, you can't walk down to like Valentine and just just be wild, like, hey, dude, you know, hey, you know, what I'm saying you can't, you can't do that, man. They won't even let you. Not, not they won't let you in, but they, they might even let you in, but you still won't feel in. Like, I feel like that white supremacy, it has that power in there, like. If, you know, and I mat- mean that 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 speaks to our righteousness. We we are an inclusive people. Mm, but do you, but do you think like in in this in this in this in this climate, do you think you know now is now now you know now is a good time to be inclusive? You know, even when we feel disenfranchised and the systemic you know things put in place for us not to win. Do you think now is the time to be inclusive? And that, now is not the time, man. That's <laughs> that's that's an interesting you know discussion because that's you have to bring in the philosophy of. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, yeah. Louis Farrakhan. He he was against segregation. I yeah. mean, uh, integration. I'm sorry. He wanted black people to do their own for themselves, mm. create more black Wall Streets, which is a valid, good ass point. Um, there, there, there are a lot of points that can be made that integration was actually negative for black people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, so I I don't know. That, that's. That has to be another podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, it has to be, man. But um, that's yeah, that's that one, yeah, that one is deep, man. But Kanye, what do you guys think about Kanye, man? Yeah, let me let me just go ahead and say Did this. Did you watch like, the entire Kanye documentary? I I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch uh, the documentary. With yeah. no, that's I didn't watch it. I didn't. I didn't watch. It. I didn't <laughs> listen to. TMZ Yeah, I watched the TMZ. I didn't watch the TMZ once. I just saw like you know what he said about you know slavery. Mm. Of course, the guy, the guy's a mumu. He worded it wrongly. He didn't articulate it well. You know that's why it's like how you say things is very very important. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but you don't know what he believes, though. Say so what? You don't know what he believes, though. I mean, that's the next thing. I mean, I don't think most of these people that have something to say, I don't think they care. I think they care about their their own. I, don't, I, don't, I just think he's in a very very weird space man but let me let me let me just let me just like let me just clarify my stance on you know on Kanye's situation mm-hmm. I like Kanye for the artistic genius that he is you know mm-hmm. I feel like I'm able to separate you know um, what you do from who you are mm. you know like if we can easily we make can easily stop listening to Chris Brown because of what he did mm-hmm. but I'm sure they, they won't at the end of the day you can't take away you, you can't take talent, away his yeah. talent you can't take yeah. away you know what he brings you know so that's how I've been able to separate you know this Kanye right now mm-hmm. from the Kanye that I'm waiting for in terms of the album that's going to bring out or you know his past you know on music so basically from what I mean don't get me wrong there are things that of course have a good Kanye but the, the path that he's on right now what he's, what he's going through right now what he's doing right now most of the things are, of course I'm, I'm, I don't agree with I don't agree with him being you know I'm tied with the bigger like an open bigger you know in, in Donald Trump you know but I'm I'm really like I'm one of those I'm just waiting to see how this the how this ends up and no we can't yet I'm sure he will he will still you know stop or end this with you know questions being asked you know mm-hmm. but um, but for me personally I'm able to separate, um, separate you know the artist from the person you know mm-hmm. so me I'll take Kanye the artist whatever he's doing on right now whatever he's doing right now I hope he finds peace with it you know do you think he's just doing all this with, with the intention of uh, build up to his album do you think he's just trying to capture as much attention as he yeah, can yeah part of it I mean part of it like Kanye's always been like you know wildly ambitious so people can buy, buy his album because yeah. they think that oh there's more to it I mean, but so I need to listen to the album to see if I can catch what he's trying to get to and stuff like that but it's more than that's that I feel like it's more than 
it's more than him bringing out music it's more than him like you know you know introducing his album i think he's trying to like in, you know introduce his other passion excuse me which is like you know i guess you know real estate or something or you're trying to like be a real estate developer like he's trying to do like more things like just add to his like you know i guess is being you know being evolved you know i honestly don't know what headspace is it is right now but, but i feel like the message trying to convey does not does not re- does not relate to me this, this is my one this is my one. but my thing is, if kanye drops music i'll listen that's all, it i think it's all marketing that's what i think I, that's what I, I i think kanye is a musical genius who was able to convince everybody else that he's a genius genius mm. what i mean by that is kanye has people wearing homeless people's clothes as fashion <laughs> Like, think about Kanye's fucking fashion line. It's homeless people's clothing, but he's convinced people that that's high fashion. Like, that's power. So, the point I'm trying to make is, I never thought Kanye was the wokest guy out there. Like, Jesus Walks was genius. All Falls Down was genius. College Dropout was genius. Like, but if you listen to him talk, Kanye's number one priority is Kanye. Mm. Kanye, Kanye doesn't care about or or maybe he doesn't understand the impact that he has. He doesn't he doesn't understand the significance, the relevance of his voice. Ex- exactly. So, regardless of what he's talking about with free thought, I'm trying to promote people to think hard. I think we're giving Kanye too much fucking credit. People are looking too deep in what he's trying to say. He was a mumu that they gave microphone, simple and plain. No, nah, but are you saying are you saying um too much credit as I guess uh, as an intellectual and as a as a voice as a, exactly like even um, Sheung Kuti Sheung Kuti's fellow son yeah he was given an interview he said that black people are the only people who when it's time to talk politics or time to talk about big picture things yeah. we put our artists at the forefront yeah. not our political minds not our scientists mm. not our intellectuals we put our artists at the forefront. So that's what I mean by that. Why is Kanye the, the person that people are saying should run for president? Why is Kanye the person that people are, are looking for for political guidance or for socioeconomic guidance? But because we live in a society that gave us Donald Trump. No, but I'm saying even before that. Even before that. And, and same thing. Why, why are people listening to what Donald Trump has to say? What has Donald Trump do, uh, done that validates his his uh, credibility. his credibility to to run run for president. You know, um, as far as going back to Kanye, um, J Cole and I posted this on Instagram. J Cole warned us false prophets was oh, about yeah, Kanye. Yeah, 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 J Cole yeah. warned us. He yeah. said, "Yo, <laughs> these niggas ain't who they, you, you think they are." Fucking uh, there's a poet. Her name is Jasmine Mans. She did uh, a poem called I think it's called Letters to Kanye. And she talked about his transition from all falls down, you know, um, college dropout Kanye to I'm marrying a Kardashian and I'm saying, you know, that I'm, I'm just just being up my own ass. I'm a god. Like, I, I, again, it goes back to I understand what he was trying to say with that. Because he made a good point. He said, would you rather me call myself a nigger? I'm a nigger. I get it. But at the same time, you are the personification of ego. You you are the personification. You are, in a sense, a black Donald Trump. Somebody who doesn't merit 
the influence that they have, but unfortunately has been propelled to that level where their voice means something. You have people wearing homeless people's clothes. You have uh, <laughs> evangelicals thinking you're a man of God, <laughs> even though you haven't been to church. Mm-hmm. You cheated on your first wife with your second wife. You cheated on your second wife with your third wife. But he's saying and that's that, Donald Trump. That the "Make America Great Again" hat that he was wearing he was trying to guess um, convey. I give it a different stage. meaning. Yeah, I mean, they change the hat. No, well, not the it's the, the the same hat with the same message. Mm-hmm. He's saying he was trying to. I guess flip it or have it mean something else and I'm like okay what could that what could it mean like, again well, again that's intellectual dishonesty that's I get what you're trying to do but you didn't do it you didn't even think it through hmm. you know because exactly yeah. because uh, yeah you absent, can explain absence that. of thought but, but at, at face value that's what the guy um, Van yeah Van said at face value oh, it looks yeah, like yeah. it looks like you switch teams simple yeah yeah true so Yes, you're trying to bring in the Donald Trump supporters into the fold. Why at the same time disenfranchising your supporters, your core black supporters? Yeah, at least who actually give a fuck about the you. idea behind it before before you just mm-hmm. and just let everybody think what or change the message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think Nomi Kanye. I think maybe his intention was trying to, but I think he has a very very bad way of just delivering things to people. He deliver he delivers it in a very it's unapologetic. <laughs> Not brash, but like um, I don't know what the word is. And the, and the point is confusing that, way. That's counterproductive. Hmm. If he, if he was an indie SoundCloud artist, then yeah, we can appreciate him for his artistry. But at his level, he has a different because we've actually given you that credit of being a musical at genius. At his level, he has a different responsibility. He should think, rethink, hmm. and then double think the things he's going to say and do before he does it. Hmm. But don't we can you think that that won't be kind though? You know, kind of kind of a man that thinks. Uh, and when it comes to his, like, I guess his art, he can, mm-hmm. he can, you know, he can be able to think and, you know, make sure he, he delivers perfect product mm-hmm. before you know it comes out. But in terms of how he like relates to people or how he like you know reaches people, mm-hmm. I think he does it in a very in a very. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because know, his, his priority was never people. His priority was himself. Exactly. Like, and you know, some people are even saying mental health should be taken into play. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist. I don't know. But what I know is, right from time, Kanye has been socially awkward. Even if you hear stories of celebrities saying when they first met him, like Kanye was the nigga who came to the party with his book bag, telling people, "Hey, listen to my shit. Listen to my shit. Listen to my shit." Like he, he was, he was always off. A little bit, which in a sense led to his success, but I think we gave him too much credit, man. Mm. I think we gave him way too much credit. Like J. Cole, when you hear him articulate what he's saying, what he's trying to say, what it means, be like, okay, this guy is making a good ass point. He makes sense. Kanye. He just babbles over. He just babbles. Kanye is one of those. He's a dumb nigga who says smart shit from every now and then. Pieces of it. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, the the place where Kanye loses me is like when he when he feels like because you say so because you think this white shit that you know Rayon is wearing should cost a hundred dollars and because it because of fashion like bro I'm not stupid bro you know what I'm saying like. I mean, I'll, I'll buy Yeezys if I can afford it, but I'm sorry, I can't afford it. You know, so I mean, you know, he. I think he's just, and, and, and he's it, trying to do too much, like trying that, to tie everything. That, that, that brings up a very good point, and it shows you the hypocrisy of Kanye. 
Kanye coming out was talking about like black empowerment and uh, not necessarily black empowerment, but he was talking about the strife of being black. Mm-hmm. Creates a clothing brand that the people that he was talking about helping can't afford. Mm. <laughs> but when he the um, when he I think when he was originally dropping the Yeezys, he was saying that he's gonna release them at a price point where the average person can afford them. Did he do it? <laughs> he didn't do it, man. This this Yeezys that he brought out was supposed to be like was supposed to be a deal with Adidas where everyone was supposed to have access to it. They made yeah, it exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to, that's what the original. You know what I'm saying? That was the plan was supposed to be, but by the time you got what you wanted from it, you know, it and you, and you validated yeah. yourself as you know, one of those fashion icons, you basically removed, you know, I guess remove your people from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you removed yourself from there. I guess the initial objective was to like make sure this is accessible to everybody. Like when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. Yeah, Kim Kardashian, <laughs> fucking Amber Rose. <laughs> Come on now. I mean, this is hypocrisy at his at his truest form. Kanye, Kanye is a hypocrite. The prettiest hypocrite. people do the ugliest things for the road to riches and diamond rings. Mm. Mm. But just, 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 just me being me, man. That's, I, why, I'm that's, just, why, I just, that's why I was saying, er, saying the camera earlier. This is not a new Kanye. He's been exactly. Like that, you know, people are saying music, yeah. I'm giving up on Kanye. I gave up on Kanye in 2009. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but, but we used to listen. Pieces, we used to listen pieces. to Kanye's album, though. I was. I'll be honest with you. Very, very honest with you. I like All Falls Down. If it's good, I music, like I Yeah, it. yeah, I like All Falls Down. I like um um I like a lot of songs from College Dropout. I like um Red Good Nation. Morning. What you did know, what do you think about But I was him? never I was never a huge Kanye fan. I'll be really? honest with you. As far as his music, I was never a huge Kanye fan. Like I appreciate Kanye for his impact on the culture. I do. From the outside looking in. But I, like I, I was Kanye. never like if if Kanye dropped an album at the same time as Fifty Cent, I'd probably buy Fifty Cent's album. I like his music and I like the fact that he's pretty blunt. That's what I like about him. But I don't. Know, it's but man, what do you think about this? Like, like the, this, uh, this song, bro. <laughs> this skippity wop. Skippity uh, I but think yeah. he was just trying to build a new wave where a lot of artists gonna be. I want to put out an album with nothing on it. <laughs> like, I don't get the point of it. It's, it's, Hey man, mine is like if if I ain't drops album, I'm good. But all that other shit that he's saying, I'm not with it, man. It doesn't work for me, man. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. Man. But and, and you know that that's part of the tough part because just like we're talking about like Cardi B and stuff like that, and the new world that we're in, where we want that relationship with the artist, we can't we can't separate them anymore. Unfortunately, we mm. can't separate the artist and the art anymore mm. because of the access we have. I think I think we're still able to. Man. But what do, you, what do you think about like you know the the modern day nice guy? I, okay, I, okay, let's put it this way: Are the nerds winning now? Are the nerds and quote unquote intellectual winning? Are they winning right now? Even though you know you know they can be criticized anyway, are they the ones winning right now? Are they the ones that people feel like you know? Not necessarily. You still have, there's still the bad boys. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I think I think and I gave this as an example. Um, I don't know what I was talking about, but remember when Jesse Williams gave that speech that uh, just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real. Yeah, yeah. there it was. And every Tom Dick, Harry, and 
and and and Sandra was like, "Oh my gosh, you know, he's so sexy, this and that. I want me a Jesse Williams." Mm-hmm. I said, "Bullshit, no, you don't." Yeah, because you know some Jesse Williams. You went to school with some Jesse Williams, yeah. but they were they were too nice. They were they were nerds. Exactly, they were nerds. They were sweet. You like the idea of an intellectual black man, not the reality. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. So it's like, it's like a fifty-fifty. You, you kind of I think some women do. Some women are genuinely attracted to intelligence. I think yeah. what do they call you, it? Kind of Sapiosexuals. You're being taught up, but that's not a majority. Want, yeah. But you're mm-hmm. not going going forward. So I mean, mm-hmm. it, what what it looks like women want the ideal man. <laughs> women want it's is ideal. It's, it's it's Tupac. You sure? A gangster intellectual. Mm. A woke, I smack the shit out of you ass nigga. That I think that's the. Yeah, if if that was if there was a prototype, I think that would be a it. smart nice man. A contradiction. Was, was a little rough on the edges. A contradiction. <laughs> yeah. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> a contradiction. It was a little rough on the edges. Yep. A contradiction. You don't remember, bro. That's want, what it seems I want, like. I want a man who's a little rough on the edge. What the fuck does yeah, that mean? Ladies, bro? comment if it's not true. Like, yeah, I, 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 I need, I, I need I you guys to like talk. Because one, oh, one of my coworkers, also said, she said the same thing to like this guy, like you know, she's like, talking to her like he's a cop, you know, and then like, but he's just just too proper. He's just too like you know, just to just to save. I'm like, what's wrong with that? Like, safe is boring. Yeah, yeah. She said, yeah, I want I want a little spark. Like it needs to be like you know, like a little rough on the edges. I'm like, wow. Safe is boring, man. So, I, I want to be worried that you're cheating on me. <laughs> if oh, I'm not wow. worried that other bitches want you, then then you, want you. you don't have to just like that. Yeah. Man. Wow. But what does that do for women, though? Like, does it get that kind of like? Does, does, does it get them on their toes or it like? Does. <laughs> you know, I, I I use this example. I use this example a lot. I feel like get them on their toes. I bro. use this example a lot. Women. Were raised on fairy tales. But mm. I feel like every wait, every fairy tale you see, it's a princess kissing a frog and he turns it into a prince. Uh-huh. It's a princess loving a beast and he turns it into a prince. So there's this idea, this subconscious idea, I want to be responsible for reforming a beast. But to put a twist on this though, a lot of guys think a lot of guys are like that too though. That's kind of true. Also like a lot of guys want to want to have the idea that okay my girl is cheating on me they they like it, it gives them the it makes the, them go harder make like them go harder make them love them more yeah like, make them fuck more. all that shit I don't want that <laughs> you know <laughs> when, on, on our trip on our that. trip back where girls are saying like do I prefer a guy you know be more in love with the girl you know with, with the girl than the girl is I feel like the girl's love comes by default oh, you know wait, what I'm saying say, no I didn't say that but I, I think she said that the girl loves first or something like that no, I think men love first. No, no. The, the, she said, the "Oh, girl, girl loves, loves first. first. And then you were saying you're explaining why the man loves first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that lust thing. That was a, that was a that to was keep a, girls on their toes. We should have had a mic in there, bro. Man, that, that was a mic. good conversation, man. Yeah. That was a good conversation. But Wait, yeah, at, I feel uh, like I feel like we should have another. We should have another discussion about that, mm-hmm. man. About I think we 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 delve more into that. We need to bring them in because um, Erica, she has she has some good points. Yeah, Erica. Oh yeah, Erica. Oh, yeah, shout, yeah, yeah. Out to Erica. I like how Erica thinks. Yeah, she has some. Because Erica is right in the middle. She's not too. Yeah, she's not too all, all the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's not too safe for it though. Yeah. But man, what are you guys doing for Mother's Day, man? Uh, I went home yesterday. I went home yesterday. Where were you? My mom's working. Oh, my mom's birthday was yesterday. No, no, she's working this weekend. So yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, 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 just, I, just, I just took my mom grocery shopping and she's, she's going to cook tomorrow. Simple. My, <laughs> but but my, mom, my, mom's birth, my mom's birthday is next week. Oh, okay. And by the way, happy birthday, mom. You know, <laughs> by the time this comes out, you know, so she's like, her, her birthday is a week after Mother's Day. So it's like, right, you got to pick one, man. Yeah, I can't do back to back, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, Mother's man. Day. But uh, I mean, I think we're gonna end it here, man. We're gonna end it here, bro. Oh, I think right, I think right. at least we did we did something. We gotta we definitely gotta come back and do do another one like ASAP. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I have to do another ASAP. Um, I think there's some there's some friends you're supposed to bring over, right? Yeah, niggas ain't shit part two. Niggas ain't shit part two. I think that's gonna be the next one we're gonna record, and we're actually gonna bring women here to actually give their perspective. So what do you think um, about girls that um, had an abortion? You think they they should be told like Mother's Day too? Or? Hey, this guy. Shout out to you guys, man. You are appreciated. You know, happy Mother's, happy Mother's Day. Day to everyone out there. My name is Kamadi Gentle Giant. This is. One again, Ray on the Skinny Giants, Doctor Obi. <laughs> we will be back again very, very soon with another episode. Thank Yo, you so much for listening. Well, it's the Keeping the Giddy Podcast. Birthday, the birthday was lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>